Yivamos Perik Zayin Mishnehei Seven Five, and we're talking more about scenarios where women may not be allowed or yes be allowed to eat truma. The case here of our mission, the first three cases, if you will, case one A, B, and C, are you have a regular Jew. He's not in any way forbidden into this girl who's a Bas Cohen. Um, he's either an ones, he's a rapist, or a mafata, a seducer, Don Juan, or a shota, meaning he is legally incompetent, so therefore he can never effect kedushin like the cherish of the previous case, the previous Mishnah. However, the cherish we said at least rabbinically, that rabbis recognize them as being married. But the shota, mentally incompetent, there's no such thing, so there's no rabbinic marriage even. So, if those um, characters have a relationship with a girl out of wedlock, Lofoslin below machilin. That has no impact whatsoever in terms of her ability or non-ability to eat truma. So let's just walk through the cases. If she started being a bas kohen, so she's eating truma, then she ha- she sleeps with this guy, ones against her will, mafata. She is consensual. Ashota, he's mentally incompetent. So then, but he's a regular Jew in all these cases, no iser erva and so on. So that being the case, they don't make her prohibited from eating truma. She can continue on eating truma. But also lo machilin, if she would like uh, move in with these guys um, and act as if she's a wife but not be married to them formally, and they're a Cohen and she's not a Cohen, lo machilin, the fact that she's living with a Cohen doesn't help. She still can't eat truma because it requires the kinyan, and there's no kinyan there without issues without a marriage. Vim enam ruuyim lavobi Yisrael. However, if this ones, the rapist, the mafata, the seducer, or the shota, the mentally incompetent, are someone who anyways are not allowed to enter the Jewish people. I mean, there's some iser that's, this union is forbidden by the Torah, either by power of a mitzvah like, <clears throat> don't know, mamzer, a nasin, a, a mitzri, and, uh, and, and amoni, or moavi. So these people, um, they're not allowed to marry into the Jewish people, and certainly more severe isurim, like if it's, you know, her relative in some way and so on. So all these people, um, if they are Ma'anas, Mafata, or Shota sleeps with this girl, she becomes now, no, even though she's a Basco, and she becomes forbidden because she's Psula, as you saw before. Any union between a Basco and someone with whom she's forbidden to have a union with renders her Psula. She can't eat Truma anymore. That's a lifelong Psula that's, that's created by that forbidden union. And again, that doesn't matter, you see from this Mishnah, if the union was consensual or against her will, that makes no difference. Ketzad, so we're going to give an example here. Yisrael Shaba al Baskon. You have a regular Jewish guy, promiscuous Jewish guy, Shaba al Baskon, and he has he sleeps with this Baskon girl. Tochel Batruma, she can continue to eat Truma because she didn't do an act which makes her bustle eating Truma. But interestingly, Ibra, if she became pregnant from this non Kohen, Lo sochel betruma. Even though she's a bas kohen, she no longer can eat truma. That's the case we had in the previous Mishnah, actually a few times already in the Masech, in the parak here, that the ubar, her unborn fetus, already is postal her, it makes her so she can't eat truma anymore. Nishatach ha'ubar b'me'ah tochel. However, if that unborn fetus never survives, not, doesn't, doesn't live, so then, let's say it's miscarried. The actual words of the mission here means it's the uber, the fetus is cut out of her, whatever that would mean, like a, I'll call it an abortion, um, and so on. The point is, if the child doesn't survive in any way, or well, the truth is, by the way, not the mission doesn't say this, but the dim will be the same, child's born normally, but then it dies. So since she no longer, ha- once she has no surviving living issue from a Yisrael, 
and she's a boss Cohen. So she reverts back to being in her father's house. She's not Psula because this relationship wasn't one that was forbidden by the Torah. And therefore, she can eat Trumal all over again. Tochel says the Mishra she can eat again. Now, now we're going to have the other direction. Kohen Sheba al Bas Yisrael. You have a Kohen who now sleeps with a girl who's not a Kohen, a Jewish girl. The fact that they're living together, whatever, doesn't make a darn difference. They're not married, and therefore, even though she's got a steady boyfriend in the Kohen, she can't eat his truma because they're not married. There's no Kenyan there. There's no Kenyan Kaspo. Ibra, if she gets pregnant, the Bas Yisrael gets pregnant from the Kohen, still she can't eat truma because there's no marriage there. The fact that she's pregnant makes no difference. She doesn't yet have a... She's not part of that Kohen's household. Now, Yalda, if she actually has a child... Then Tochel, then she can eat Truma because the truth is now she's like a single mother with her own household. Her home is her household is her and her child, and the child's a Cohen, a Bosco and a Ben Cohen. That being the case, now she's in a family of Cohen and she could eat Truma now once it's born. So therefore, the mission makes an observation, which is just a peculiarity of the din, which is Nimtzit will turn out Kocha shall Ben Gadol Mishal Av. The child has more potency than the father in terms of permitting her to eat to eat uh, truma because the father without marriage can't enable her to eat truma even though like, they're living as a family if you will whereas the child automatically since the father's a Cohen enables her to eat truma because they're living together as a family if you will now um, like new paragraph and a fascinating case here um, the Misha says and I'll, first I'll read the words and explain it ha'eved posel mashumbia first of all the simple thing is an eved who's not Jewish male slave is not Jewish so he is forbidden to marry and therefore if she sleeps with him she becomes psula she becomes now invalidated from eating truma however if she has an evid as a descendant that's her offspring as an evid doesn't change things meaning she doesn't become puzzle now you're going to ask yourself wait a second how in the world could she have an, how could a Jewish girl have a non-Jewish slave as a descendant the answer is well not as a child, but as a grandchild. And here's the example. Keitza. So here's the, here's the, let me just, let me speak it out first. So the case is going to be, we have a woman who, who is a, a, um, it can go both ways. But you have a Bas Yisrael who marries a Kohen, or a Kohen who marries a Bas, a uh, Bas Kohen who marries a Yisrael. In both of those scenarios, right? So her status would be like as her father's household. Now, in the event that um, she has a grandchild who is an Evid, so we have set up to now that if she has descendants, that she is connected to the descendants, is like a single mother, goes after them, and it would be like her, you know, that would determine which family she belongs to. But the principle at work in our Mishnah now is that there's no Yuchsin when it comes to Avadim. There's no, like, family tree connection to someone in your family true who happens to be an Evid. And we're going to engineer a scenario where she has a grandchild who's an Evid. So how will it be? Keitzad. For example, Basra Lakohen, you have a woman who was not a Kohen, a czar, Lakohen, she marries a Kohen. So now she could eat Truma by virtue of the fact she's part of the Kohen's family. Or Bas Kohen, the Israel, the same would be true if you had a Bas Kohen who used to be able to eat Truma, now she marries a regular Jew, now she can't anymore. Vyalda Himeno Ben, the mixed marriage of Kohen and non-Kohen together, Produce a son. Okay, so now she's like locked into that family even after her husband dies. If that son, that no good next son, goes and um, shacks up with a 
a shifcha, a non-Jewish slave girl. They can't be married, but they can live together. So, ben, and that union produces a son. Well, since the mother is a shifcha, the son is an evid, is an evid kanani. So now what happens is, this nice Jewish man, a woman who got married, there was a mixed marriage in a Kohen and a non-Kohen, have a grandchild who's actually an evid kanani, a non-Jew who's an evid. So, Hareza Evid, that guy will be an Evid. Now, if what happens is we cut out all the middle people, in other words, let's say, for example, we'll go to the first case here. Haisa Aim Aviv Bas Yisroel, a Kohen. If the original scenario was, you had a, a girl who was a czar, non-Kohen, who married a Kohen. So she's eating truma. She has, she has, if, if her husband would die, she'd go back to her father's house. Okay? Now, if she has, if her husband dies, but she has children, so she still is attached to that Kohenic family, and she continues to eat truma. If she has a grandchild who's an Evid, that doesn't change things. But now, if her children die, and all she has left is that one grandchild who's an Evid, whose grandfather is a Kohen, so to speak, biologically a Kohen anyways, if not legally, halachli a Kohen, I'm oh, sorry, halachli grandfather, but a biologically grandfather, so the point is, since there's no yichas, no connection between her, the grandmother, and her slave, non-Jewish grandson, so therefore she's going to revert back to being like she was at her father's house, if you will, meaning she's now going to be a bas Yisrael stam and no longer be allowed to eat truma. The fact she has a grandson from through her husband doesn't make a difference because the grandson doesn't count as a halachic grandson. That's the mission says inside. Haisa aim aviv bas Yisrael. If the slave's um, mother's father, excuse me, the slave's father's mother was this woman, and she married a Kohen, she still can't eat truma because that's not enough to attach her in because the slave offspring doesn't count. And similarly, we'll have now the converse set up. We have a Bas Kohen Yisrael. She started out being a Bas Kohen. She could eat truma. Then, Tochel Batruma. Step one is, of course, um, she could eat truma, provided... Okay, I should skip... The mission skipped a lot of words. Bas Kohen Yisrael, she starts out being a Bas Kohen, she married to Yisrael. So now, when she marries the Yisrael, she starts being allowed to eat truma because she's part of his household. If they have children, she still remains forbidden from eating truma because she's attached to their household, even if her husband dies. They have grandchildren, and the children die, but she has grandchildren, so still, she'll be attached to their households, if you will, and she will not be allowed to eat truma. But if the only surviving descendant is a grandchild, and the grandchild is an evid, in the scenario I described before, since she's not muyuchas, she's not connected to him on the family tree, halachically, she has no living offspring that count halachically, and therefore she reverts back to being in her father's, her parents' family tree, and therefore she'll become part of the Cohen family, and once again could eat tochel betruma, she could eat her truma, says the Mishnah. Okay? One more case, kind of similar to the previous, um, but new paragraph, if you will. It says, Mamzer posul machil. A mamzer has the capacity to render the woman invalid or permitted to eating truma. Ketzad, same kind of scenario. Kohen. Step one, you have this mixed marriage between a Jewish but non-Kohen woman and a Kohen man. Uvas Kohen Yisrael. Or if you have a woman who was the daughter of a Kohen, so she's a Kohenist, she could eat truma, but she marries a Yisrael, which means she's no longer part of that old family, she's got a new family and can't eat truma. Vyalde Menobas. If they have a daughter, so that locks the woman into this family. If that daughter goes and married, marries an Evid, that's an Evid Kanani, a non-Jew. Or she marries a Goy. 
um, a non-Jew. So that's the point is that her, their daughter, the mixed marriage, if you will, of the Cohen and non-Cohen, their daughter marries a Gentile. Vyaldahim and Uben, they have a child. Well, of course, um, the din is that that child, says the Mishnah, I shouldn't say of course, the Mishnah says the din of the child is, the grandson, if you will, is a mamzer, because the Tana here in our Mishnah holds that the offspring of a Jewish mother and a non-Jewish father, while yes, Jewish, is a mamzer. Okay? The Allah is not that way. The Allah is that if the father is not Jewish, the child is not a mamzer. But our Tana holds it is a mamzer. Okay? So you have a grandson who's a mamzer, and the mamzer is miyuchas back to the grandparents, to the grandmother, and so on. And therefore, haise aim imo bas Yisrael if the mamzer's grandmother, the mother's, his mother's mother, it's our woman in question, if she originally was the bas Yisrael and she married a Kohen, and she had now, her husband dies, the Kohen dies, their children die, all she has left is this one descendant, the grandson, the grandson of the mamzer, it doesn't matter, that's considered to be a legitimate descendants, and therefore, tochal betruma, she truma, by virtue of the fact she's like a single grandmother, if you will, whose only grandson is a mamzer, grandson of the Kohen. Bas Kohen Yisrael, on the flip side, if she started out being a Bas Kohen, she marries a Yisrael, and that would make her no longer allowed to eat truma, and then she only has one living descendant and no husband, and that descendant is the grandson through her husband, the husband's Yisrael, the child is a mamzer, it doesn't matter, it's enough to keep her linked into that side of the family, not reverting back to her father's household of the Kohanim, and therefore, she's considered to be part of the Yisraelim, and therefore, lo tochal betruma, she also still may not eat truma, as long as her grandson, even though he's a mamzer, is alive.